Answer me this. Are you a morning person? Maybe an afternoon person? Perhaps you're a night owl. Perhaps you feel like you never really get, get moving. Well, regardless of how you would classify yourself, you deserve to have a morning routine that serves you, that sets you up for success. Now, before you, you start rolling your eyes and go, oh, I've, I've heard all about the morning routine stuff and all the things that we're all supposed to do and journal and meditate and yoga, and I just don't have time for that or I don't like it. Guess what? That is not what I'm going to tell you. Instead, I am thrilled to tell you about my annual free event coming up called Master Your Morning. And over the course of five days, 30 minutes or less each day, I'm going to teach you how to create your own unique morning routine based on two things, your unique personality type, and secondly, the realities of your home life, right? You may not have a lot of time for a morning routine, and that's what this free workshop is all about. So if you want to come join, head over to megansumrall.com forward slash master your morning. And I promise you at the end of it, you are going to have a completely different relationship with the morning. Hey friends. So this particular episode is one that came up out of my work-life harmony community where a number of women had reached out and just said, man, I am really struggling with finding motivation and, you know, feeling like I'm procrastinating. And so I put a lot of thought into this because procrastination was something I battled for a really long time. And I had gotten some help years ago on how to really level up and help my brain, my body, my everything get into a place where I can be a better high performer and not doing everything at the last minute or not letting things go due to lack of motivation. So this is really near and dear to my heart. I'm super excited to walk you through a step-by-step process. You know I'm all about processes that you can take hold of, make your own, and go ahead and implement today. So if you have that thing that you know you're wanting to do, either you started and you've stopped, or you just haven't found the motivation to start it yet. I really want you to to listen carefully, take notes. It's a very specific process I want you to go through, and I can't wait to hear what your results are. So let's go ahead and get started. Welcome to the Work-Life Harmony Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Sumrall. I'm a former techie turned entrepreneur. I'm also a mom and a wife. And just like you, I'm juggling hashtag all the things while running multiple businesses and a family. Being a successful female entrepreneur doesn't mean you have to feel overwhelmed, exhausted, and stressed out. Gaining control of your time and calendar is all about learning a few key techniques and systems to better organize and structure your time. This is your show to learn from me and other amazing women how to master your time and organization to skyrocket your productivity so you can have work-life harmony. Hey there, everyone. I hope you are doing well today. Today, I'm excited to talk through something that is near and dear to my heart because believe it or not, procrastination and just not having motivation because they do go hand in hand are actually things that I struggled with and battled for a really, really long time. And the reason I want to talk about this today is because I've had a number of people reach out and say they're just really struggling with finding any motivation 
to kind of keep on doing the things that they were doing. I think particularly right now because we're dealing with the pandemic, but even outside of the pandemic, this is something that creeps up to people in all parts of their life. Second to that, people are going, I just, I keep procrastinating. Well, procrastinating and lack of motivation really are in some scenarios the same thing. Because when you lack motivation, well, then you just keep procrastinating. And oftentimes you're procrastinating because you lack the motivation. So I'm going to really you know, be talking a lot about motivation here today and things that you can do to help get you back up motivated and stop procrastinating. But if you're someone that thinks of yourself as a procrastinator, listen up here and take these tips because they really do go hand in hand. So I kind of want to paint the picture of either two different scenarios. So let's talk first about scenario one, which is you've got this project that you want to embark on. Now, it may be a personal, you know, something personal or something home-based. Maybe you want to do some decluttering, some redecorating, whatever. Maybe you've got a big business project. Maybe you're wanting to create a new course or launch a blog or start a business, Maybe you've got a personal health goal. Maybe you're wanting to tackle that 10K you've always wanted to run. Whatever it is, scenario one is you've got the thing that you want to do and you just can't take that first step. You're lacking that motivation. You know what the first step is. You're like, oh, tomorrow I'll do it. And then tomorrow passes. And the next day and that passes. Now, the other scenario is one that I think a lot of people are going through right now, which is you were on track to complete one of these goals or activities that you had. Maybe you were halfway through that decluttering project, or you'd been, you know, getting up, running, doing whatever your exercise was every day, and then it stopped. Or you were halfway through that course that you were building to launch your business, and then life happens. And depending upon when you're listening to this podcast at the time I'm recording it, we are in the middle of the pandemic. That has derailed many of us from the activities that we were currently involved in. As time goes by and you know, life happened and you had to take a step back from the action that you were in, all of the sudden it gets harder and harder and harder to find that motivation to pick back up where you left off and keep on going. So those are kind of the two scenarios people generally fall in when they say they're just lacking motivation. They either can't start or they had started, had to stop, and now they're having a hard time picking back up and continuing on. So if you can relate to one of these, I want to talk you through kind of a homework assignment that you can go do if you're serious about wanting to get your motivation. Now, what I want you to go do is grab a pencil and paper or pen and paper. You know me, I am a firm believer in certain scenarios in writing things down. And I encourage you to actually do this pen to paper and not electronically. And I'll tell you why in a few minutes. So go grab that piece of paper and at the top of it, write down what your it is. What is the thing that you really want to do, but you're just lacking the motivation to do it? 
Okay, so write that across the top of the paper. I recently had to go through this because I was partway through, yes, I'm a total geek. I was partway through a, a complete computer kind of cleanup where I was reorganizing some files, kind of refactoring the way I had some stuff set up on my computer in a way that I knew was just going to work better for me and got derailed when the quarantine started and I had to put a bunch of stuff aside to pick up the pieces with homeschooling and all of that. And I was really struggling with picking it back up. So at the top of the piece of paper, I wrote back down, you know, refactoring my computer, reorganizing my computer. Now you may have something a lot more sexy and glamorous than that. But for me, that was my recent thing that I was really just lacking the motivation to get back up and going on. Now, the next thing I want you to write down on that piece of paper are three specific questions. Okay, here's question number one. Write this down. Why do I want to do this? Okay, that's number one. Number two, you need to write down is how will I feel when it's done? And then number three, go write down what positive changes will this bring in my life? All right. So we've got the question of why you want to be doing this. The second one of how you're going to feel when it's done. And then third, what positive changes will this bring into my life? Now you need to sit down and actually write the answer out to each of those three questions. And this should take some time. This should take some thought. If you can hammer through that in like one minute or less, then that may be a sign for you that you're really not connected to any passion, purpose, or emotional connection to this thing that you did knock out. Now, before I dive into these questions, I do want to you know, make a little caveat here. These are for things that are not day-to-day normal stuff that it's hard to motivate to do. I always use laundry as an example. I hate doing the laundry. I just hate doing it, but it needs to get done. I know if it doesn't get done, we're not going to have clothes to wear. So I just plow through and do it. Something like that, I'm not going to sit down and have an emotional connection to my laundry. So I'm not talking about the day-to-day chores that maybe we just have to do that we don't love. These are for those projects that you're like, I really wanted to do that, but I just can't get the motivation to go do those things. So first, let's talk about the why. That first question of why do I want to do this? There was a reason that this thing popped into your head, right? Like, so when I think about my computer thing, the reason I want to do that is I know it will increase my productivity and decrease my frustration when I refactor everything and organize it in a way that is going to work better for me. And every time I sit down and I go to find the thing and I'm like, oh, I haven't taken care of that yet, it just frustrates me. So the reason why I really want to do that, again, is to increase my productivity and decrease my frustration. Now for you, maybe if it's a health or fitness goal, the reason why you want to do this, maybe it's you know, there's genetic thing in your family and you know you're prone to heart disease. And so that's really, you know, a motivating reason for you on why you want to do this. Maybe you're having a hard time keeping up with your kids. You're like, I really want to be able to to keep up with them and go outside and play more. Maybe it's just you're, you're realizing you haven't taken good care of yourself and it's time to prioritize you. 
again, there's no wrong answer here. It's just you need to get in touch with why this was something you thought of doing in the first place. Now, the next step is slightly different. That second question was that, how will I feel when it's done? So now we've talked about what was the reason you thought you needed to do this thing. Now you need to dig in and connect with that vision of what it is going to feel like for you when it is done. So for my geeky computer example, I know when I get all of that done and I am sitting down to do some work, I am going to feel so calm, so relaxed, so streamlined. Those things make me joyful. They make me less irritable. I know I will feel accomplished on top of my game and organized when I get that done. And because I am an organizational geek, that makes me feel powerful. So I know that is how I will feel when it's done. Now, when we look at the example I talked about with, you know, health and wellness one, maybe for you, you will feel energetic. You will feel younger. You will feel strong. Whatever that is, I want you to write down in great detail, how are you going to feel when that thing is done? Then the third question, what positive changes will this bring in my life? This is, you know, closely connected to the second one of how you'll feel, but now we're talking about more the external stuff. So that second question of how you're going to feel when it's done, that's where I really want you to connect with your inner feelings for it. Now, this third part of what positive changes will this bring into your life? What are some external things, maybe other people that might get impacted, other parts of your life that are going to benefit from doing this? So believe it or not, yes, even with my geeky computer organizing example, some positive changes that's going to bring into my life is I can now outsource some stuff with ease because everything will be organized in a way that I can easily pass work off to other people. I can also much easier back up my computer and I can actually get my daughter involved in some things that I've been training her on. So I do have some positive changes that it's going to bring into my life. There are many you can think of from that health example where maybe now you can go do certain activities with other people you couldn't do. Maybe it will allow you to get off some medications that you're currently on. So you kind of get, get the idea of that difference of how you're going to feel versus the positive changes that it is going to bring into your life. Now, I recently talked through these with a client of mine that is working on some decluttering in the house and really wanting to have a home that when people come to visit, you have this pace that you want to open and you want to bring people in. And so we started talking through like, let's find that one room, start with just one room that would be the room you would love to have the people you love the most come and sit down with you and share a cup of coffee or share a cup of tea or a, you know, a cookie or something. How would that feel? How would you feel when you sit in that room? How would you feel when you reach out and invite people over? What is that space going to do for you? And what positive changes would that bring into your life? So we talked through those and, and she is now going through the exercise of writing all of that down. So now that you've written down your answer to those three questions, and there's a reason why I had you write it down, 
pen to paper. And it's twofold. First is when you physically write it down, it allows you and your brain to connect to this task at a much deeper level. If you just think about it in your brain, you're getting kind of the thinking, but it's easy for those thoughts to kind of pass through and get forgotten. When you go through the physical act of writing it down, as you're writing it, you are seeing it. So you're connecting visually. As you're writing it, you're feeling it. So you're connecting emotionally, but then you are also feeling it. So now, because with that pencil or pen in your hand, as you're writing it, you're also connecting at a physical level. And this connects multiple parts in your brain and your body to that, that passion and those reasons why, how you're going to feel and what changes it's going to make at such a stronger level than if you were to just kind of sit and think about it for a little bit. So that's reason number one, why you need to write it down. Now, here is reason number two. Once you have written all of that down, your next step is, and you probably knew this was coming, go get your calendar. Look at it and create an appointment for yourself of when you are doing the next step in the task to complete this specific goal, activity, et cetera. So, you know, with my computer one, maybe I look down and I see, all right, tomorrow I'm going to sit down for one hour from two to three o'clock in the afternoon because I have a free time then and I'm going to do it. And I'm actually going to create an appointment with myself. Maybe with your health goal, you're going to go create an appointment for tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. to walk, go for a 30-minute walk. If you're thinking about you know, a business goal, again, creating that course, go create an appointment for when you're going to sit down and record two videos. With the decluttering, maybe you go reserve 30 minutes to tackle the bookshelf in that room, the first room that you're going to go tackle. So now that you've written that appointment on your calendar, when the time comes and that reminder pops up telling you, hey, Megan, it's time for you to go work on that cleanup task. What I'm going to do is go back to that piece of paper that I wrote all that down and I'm going to reread it. And I am going to let that piece of paper be my motivation to get me back into action because those are my thoughts. Those are my words. That is me reminding myself of why I decided I needed to do this in the first place. Now, I do want to mention one more thing on this topic. Because sometimes this will happen. It has happened to me when I've had that task that just keeps not getting done, not getting done, not getting done. And then I'll finally sit down to go through this exercise. And I sit down and I ask myself, why do I want to do this? And all of a sudden, I can't think of a reason. Basically, what has happened, and it happens to all of us, is maybe something you thought you wanted to do several months ago, or maybe shoot, even several weeks ago, that you put down on your to-do list or put it in your mental to-do list, something changes in your circumstances that suddenly makes that thing not really a priority for you anymore. And that's okay. And that's another reason why going through this exercise is so powerful because it will either, when you answer those questions, it will either reconnect you with why you wanted to do this 
and that will serve as a motivating factor for you to get back on track or it will highlight for you that this thing maybe is really not a priority or relevant for you anymore at this time. And so you can release it. You can let it go. And you can say, you know what? It's not that I'm not procrastinating. It's just that this isn't something that I'm super connected to anymore. And I think I can go ahead and let this go and not beat myself up over it. So always give yourself the permission to change your mind because life changes and it changes quickly. And so sometimes our priorities need to adjust with that as well. So for those of you that are going to sit down and do the homework assignment that I just laid out here, I want to hear back from you when you've done it and when you have allowed that to be your motivation to get back on track. I can't wait to hear about all the things that you are going to pick up and start accomplishing again today. Getting on top of all things time management, organization, and productivity doesn't have to stop just because this episode is over. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Megan Sumrall, or just open any browser and go to megansumrall.com. If spelling my name is a complete pain, just go to theworklifeharmony.com and grab my free time management cheat sheet. If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share it.